Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, we're on the monorail, heading over to Avengers Campus. Oh my god, you know what I heard? I can't believe it. They're gonna replace Captain America with Steve Rogers. Dude, that's like, the same why? thing. That's the same thing. And now, and now we're talking over the monorail safety when the Spanish person was talking. Lewis, can you please translate for them in the back? Para su seguridad, mantenga sus manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del vehículo. Y cuide a sus pequeñitos, por favor. Gracias. You know I don't speak Spanish. Welcome to episode 243 of the Diz His podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Alex. Today we will be giving the his on 2012's The Avengers. Right now, we're recording live for our Goof Troop members. Who are they, you might ask? They're our Patreon members, and you too can be a Patreon member for as little as $2 a month. Head on over to our Patreon by clicking the link in our link tree, which is located in all of our bios and our social media or the episode descriptions. At $5 or up, you can uh, win some cool, pretty cool prizes. We're giving one away next week. Not two weeks, I think it is, Alex, right? End of, the, end of February, we're giving a, a shirt away. We are, but I have to warn everybody, uh, we had a recent um, email, RIP, because the Steamboat Willie t-shirt was taken down. That's not true, though. Only the two new ones that I put up. The original one's still there. Oh, the newer ones with the... with the Yeah, I put up... I put up... Shorts? Yes. Yeah, the... So, okay. Yeah, which, which, I'm, which I'm fighting against because Disney... That, that expired Disney. Yeah, what are we? What are we doing? What are we doing? So right. okay. yeah, we still, we still right. do have a steamboat, Willie. So that's coming Sweet. up February twentieth. So please, uh, if you want to be uh, entered in that, join by then. And don't forget on February thirteenth, Valentine's Day Eve, we will be streaming live on our YouTube channel when we go over the his for Fantasia with uh, Ryan's going to be on that one, right, Alex? Correct. Ryan will be on uh, next episode, which is going to be Fantasia around seven thirty. We'll be streaming and it's free to watch. Just head over to our YouTube channel at DizHisPod. That's right. And you can also email us at DizHisPod at gmail.com to, you know, give us some information about yourself. Tell us how good we're doing at a podcast, I guess. Tell us how we're doing things terribly. I mean, if you want to send hate mail, we're we're all for it. Yeah, I'm just entertain us. We don't care. I just want to get some emails. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't get emails. Like, we get a lot of emails. Like, we get a lot of emails. But... We read all those emails. Chris has his phone speak it to him throughout the day so he can get through all of them. Yeah. So, you so know, don't say anything inappropriate because my coworkers will hear me. That's right. His coworkers, AK. And I have a family business. I have a family business. So my coworkers are my parents. That's right. Very awkward. So don't, don't say anything inappropriate that might, you not, might not want to hear in front of his parents. Wink, wink. But anyway, enough about the boring stuff. Now I would like to welcome our resident nerd expert. I guess not really a resident because he's never, he is his first time here, but hopefully, hopefully resident, hopefully future recurring guest, Luis from the Nerd Archive podcast. How are you doing tonight? What's going on, guys? Uh, thank you for having me today. And hey, just I'll come back whenever you want me to. Yeah, you know, it's been a long time coming. We actually had your wife on way before you. You did. And you yeah, have one of our co-hosts too. That's true. We had Justin too. Yeah. Yeah. We tried. We tried to get Yadi and and, uh, and Lola, but they weren't available. So here we are. Eventually. Here we are. We'll do it eventually. You, you just scraped the bottom of the barrel with me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
they we all had canceled. Get, we had to, yeah, we had to get someone, uh, some kind of Marvel expert on. Because uh, <laughs> tonight we're doing the Avengers, man. And this is when this was not the kickoff to the MCU, but it was kind of like the explosion of the MCU. When oh, we yeah. got to see all the characters for the first time. Um, and for people who don't know what the Avengers 2012 is, it was a groundbreaking movie that combined the narrative threads of the five previous films released by Marvel Studios. It was one of the first significant crossover films. It's in-depth characterizations of all six of its main characters, its strong action scenes, and its novelty made it a worldwide phenomenon that truly put the Marvel Cinematic Universe on a world stage. Did we all go to the premiere for this movie? No, really? I don't do premieres. No, I don't do premieres. Really? You, you, I yeah. think I went to a midnight showing of this uh, mm -hmm. with Emily in 2012, which we were, I think we were just dating for a year then in 2012. And yeah, that was back when they had the midnight releases for movies. They don't do that anymore. But yeah, no, I, not for me. Too busy. I, I think I still have the, the ticket stub somewhere if I looked hard enough. Oh, I, I, I never threw them away. So romantic. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was nothing, nothing about it. It was all for the Avengers. I was, it was all for the romance <laughs> of, of the Avengers. There's no other reason. So I she opens a box and finds it. She's like, oh, my God, you kept these. This is so romantic. You're like, yeah, sure. Oh, my I God. Yes, you found them. I need to I sell did. them now. <laughs> I did romantically keep, I mean, romantic by uh, just because Your I standards? kept all the other ones. <laughs> the, I did keep the um, ticket to our first ever movie that we saw together. Which was? Crazy Stupid Love, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, can you repeat that and make it a Disney movie? Uh, actually, The Lion King was the second movie, so the re-release okay. of The Lion King. We were on the phone. I was like, oh, we should go see. We totally should go see that together. And anyway, it's <laughs> <laughs> such so, an awkward part. The lions the love tonight. And you're looking at each other like, oh my god, that could be us. second date. Um, <laughs> so I don't think Alex is going to know this one, but Lewis should. Do you remember? When and where the first trailer for the Avengers movie took place? What do you? The it was somewhere. I'm 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 asking this very vague and very horribly, but it was okay. It was in the after credit scene of a of one of the Marvel movies. Do you remember which movie that was? Um, if we're talking about, I think it was after Iron Man two. I'm gonna have and... to fact check now because I'm pretty sure it was Captain America. Oh, yes. Artist is other. So I, I remember going to the movies without Emily this time. She wasn't into Captain America. And at the end, I had no idea because it was, um, I don't know, Twitter wasn't real popular back then. I was not getting spoiled by this. So I uh, sit in the movie theater and all of a sudden the trailer for the Avengers comes on. I'm like, whoa, it's here. There was no, <laughs> there was no like, um, like people on Twitter Build asking up. to release the trailer. It was just like, boom, right in your face. And wow. uh, it was it was a really cool experience. Um, they've done that a couple times with teasers, but um, never a trailer like this. And I've been waiting ever since then for another trailer. Uh, never, never got it again. Yeah, but they're not going to do really that again. Cool. No, no, because they can't track the viewers. They can't go viral, but really mm -hmm. cool. Um, before we get started with this, do you guys have a favorite scene in this movie? Alex? You know, I don't I don't have a lot of favorite scenes because they all kind of blend together for me. Like the whole Marvel Universe movies. They oh, all gotcha, blend gotcha. One. Like it's hard for me to pick, think of a scene and be like, OK, that was definitely Avengers, not, you know, a different Avengers movie. I'm trying to think of a, a scene that probably my favorite scene is when Thor and Hulk meet for the first time. OK, yeah. And they a good fight. One. That would probably be it. And Iron Man's like, doubt mother know you wearing 
her drapes or something like that. Uh, your mother knows you're wearing hard drapes. <laughs> yeah. um, Lewis, you got one? Yes. So in the first Avengers movie, the one scene that I can always remember, and I quote it like on the daily, is... That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. <laughs> that is uh, an iconic he turns scene. And, he's, and he turns yeah. around as he's turning. He's turning into the Hulk. Iconic scene. There's so yeah. many good scenes in that movie. My favorite has to be, and this feels like a cop-out, but when they assemble for the first time and they got that amazing pan-around shot of all of them mm. in the circle. Yeah. And, of course, that scene in the forest when you get the big three for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just cool seeing them from on screen for the first time and then seeing them for the last time in Endgame. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, what? Does that oh, happen? We'll cut that. Alex, cut that for live <laughs> right now, please. By the way, speaking of Iron Man, uh, we did do Iron Man, the uh, first movie, episode 128 of Diz His. So if you want to listen to that, go back and listen to that one. Eventually, we'll get to all the Avenger movies, but we decided to do uh, Avenger this episode. Do you, uh, before, again, before we get started, do you, either one of you have a favorite original Avenger? Alex? Why did they come to me first? I don't you know. know. I'm, I'm indecisive. It looked like, look like you had a uh, really good answer. No, I don't have a good answer. Um, original Avenger from like this movie. Yeah, so yeah. Because we're doing a history Avengers. on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, um, man, it's hard because I'm not, I don't, um, I'm going to say Hawkeye. Hawkeye, wow. I know he gets taken over, but I love Hawkeye. Okay. Wow. That's the club of like three others. Uh, Lewis, what about you? I think Iron Man because Iron Man, Tony Stark, he has so many like catchy phrases in that movie. When you ask about our favorite scene, I was in between two. I was in the one that I told you. And when in the beginning, right before they all meet and they already have Loki and they're like, um tony we need a plan of attack yeah i have a plan attack mm-hmm. and then he jumps off <laughs> and that scene that and that that was just amazing it was so it was it, it's just iron man it, it's just his character I, I, iron man for me as well a couple of scenes that come to mind in that movie was um when he's playing the heavy metal music or uh, acdc pulling up to loki that's an awesome mm-hmm. scene. And then I love when Loki tries to uh, enchant him and he just touches his, his fake heart and nothing yeah. happens. And then throws him out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the his on the Avengers. The Avengers were originally created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in the 60s for Marvel Comics. The team made its debut in the comic issue Avengers No. 1, September of 1963, labeled Earth's Mightiest Heroes. The original team of the Avengers were made up of Iron Man, Ant-Man, the Wasp, the Hulk, and Thor. Captain America did not join until issue number 4, but immediately became a leader of the group. The series ran from 1963 to 1996, having members of the Avengers change throughout. 
The 2012 Avengers movie was produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures as a sixth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Throughout the years, Marvel Studios licensed out their superheroes for companies like Paramount, 20th Century Fox, Columbia Pictures, and New Line Cinema to produce superhero films. In 2000, Kevin Feige was hired by Marvel Studios to work on the X-Men films as an associate producer. Feige's knowledge of Marvel Universe impressed Avi Arad, CEO of Marvel Studios, so he appointed Feige as his second-in-command. Feige quickly got to work trying to figure out what Marvel Studios could accomplish with so many of their heroes still licensed out to big production businesses. Feige realized that they had possession of all of the core members of the Avengers and wanted to create a series of movies for Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, and Captain America that will culminate with an Avengers movie tying them all together. In 2007, Feige was promoted to president of production and studio chief of Marvel Studios. He swiftly brought his vision to life and released Iron Man in May of 2008, followed by The Incredible Hulk later that year. In 2009, the Walt Disney Company saw potential to compete with the success Warner Brothers had found through the Dark Knight trilogy by owning their own comic book superhero company, and Disney would purchase Marvel Entertainment for $4 billion. Not long after that purchase, the studio would release three more films it already had in development, 2010's Iron Man 2, 2011's Thor, and 2011's Captain America, The First Avenger. Each of these five films introduced new versions of the iconic heroes to audiences, with Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, Iron Man, Edward Norton as Bruce Banner, The Incredible Hulk, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton, Hawkeye, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, and Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, Captain America. Each film also contained small Easter eggs that linked each of them together, such as the Stark family, government organization S.H.I.E.L.D., and Samuel L. Jackson's agent Nick Fury. Feige had a plan in mind, something that had never been seen in films before, an idea for a shared universe, in which a major threat would require all six of these heroes to team up in order to save Earth. So we talk about the actors that play the, the superheroes. What do you guys think about the switch from Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo? Did you guys like that switch or would you have rather seen Edward Norton? I've never seen Edward Norton's Hulk. Okay. So that wouldn't affect me in the slightest. Lewis, have you seen Edward Norton's? Yes. So I think that Mark Ruffalo as Hulk or as Bruce Banner was better because he he embodies that that nerdy scientist character that Bruce Banner is. Mm -hmm. Edward Norton's Hulk was better. I agree with you. I agree. I, I don't like what the MCU did with the, with the Hulk. I thought they made him soft and not as strong as he as he is in the comics. Totally agree right. with you. He was a menace in, in the yeah, really in the first two Hulks. Yeah, they definitely water him down. They make him more funny and dumb him down. Um, yeah, totally agree with you. Yeah, but the the actor change for me, I, I like Mark Ruffalo. I thought he I thought he did a, a really good job as Bruce Banner. Um, it didn't face me at all. It's not like I I wanted to boycott. No, it's not like I'm like, yeah. oh, how can you do that? That he's not the same. No, I I didn't see it that way. Because really, what it boils down to is we don't like anybody who plays Bruce Banner because all we're doing is just waiting for him to leave the screen and become the Hulk anyway. So uh, it's so true. <laughs> so it's like it doesn't really matter. Um, I think they nailed it on all the casting for the uh, for the heroes, though. And it's funny because as time has gone on, you've seen people who have auditioned for the other roles. Like um, I saw Tom Hiddleston's audition tape for Thor. He originally auditioned to be Thor, which is just insane to me because uh, we just we know him as nothing you know, more than Loki. But I, I really 
to recast any of these parts the and and the recast they did from uh i know we're not talking uh, war machine at all but even this the cast change of um of war machine to don Cheadle, i think they nailed every single casting in this now did either of you read the comics before avengers movies came out i did not did you lewis yes you did oh yeah. very cool I, so I, you I, were i read a couple of the so what what i liked about the avengers movie and not just the first one, but the rest of them is that it's a mix of different comic book series. Mm. It's not just a comic book series that that when just just like the movie went along, but it's a, a, a mix of different storylines that they put all together and made the movie. That is nice because, I mean, yeah, so you have that wide range of stuff to pull from. Why not utilize all of it the best right. you can of which I never read Avengers. Um, I did have access to it if I wanted to. My my sibling was a big comic book person, but mm -hmm. I never got into the Avengers comic books. Um, I knew about things like Civil War before it came out. I knew about Civil War. I've seen the comic book covers about Civil War and was like, how are they going to do that for movies? That's getting ahead of ourselves. But, um, you know, I I feel like. The Avengers was the start of it becoming pulp culture, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people don't know the Avengers outside of the movies. Right. And I at least knew heroes. I knew who people were. People were like, who's this? And I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, but definitely, I think they did a good job of tying in all these movies together to make it one shared universe. Ed Feige, man, he, he hit out of the park with this idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't... His, is there any there's nothing like it there was nothing like it before it um wild thornberries and the uh rugrats dude that was a sick crossover come on that was a pretty big blockbuster crossover and power rangers lie. and the ninja turtles did they cross and over they, they did cross over for one episode and like mighty Morphin power rangers i did not what? know that yeah, i never yeah, seen I that, that. Yep. holy cannoli as far as a a a fluid universe I would think this was the first success of its kind. I mean, who who has the resources to dump that much money into an experiment? Disney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so, so there's really like no one else that could have done that. I'm trying to think. Someone say X Men. I, but that was all one series. It was just one movie. Yeah. Ah, uh, but well, Origins. They're all X Men movies. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was that kind of a crossover. Wasn't it like they had a They had a. Um, no, they I mean, they did have the Wolverine movie, right? Right. Yeah. It, but I don't know. Really cool uh, little fun fact in 2002's uh, Marvel's The Ultimates, the comic book, uh, which I've talked about the Ultimates on this podcast a lot. It's my yeah. favorite run ever. That was the very first time that we had a black um, Nick Fury and they modeled Nick Fury in that comic after Samuel L. Jackson. That's and right. Because of that is why they casted him as Nick Fury in the Avengers movie. And I can't imagine anybody better to play Nick Fury. Well, maybe maybe I can imagine someone after Secret Wars better, but um, or Secret Invasion. <laughs> uh, but I can't imagine anyone better than uh, than Samuel Jackson playing Nick Fury now. Like he is Nick Fury to me. That is funny because I've definitely I remember seeing Nick Fury, uh, different Nick Fury. I remember yeah. seeing a Caucasian Nick Fury. Mm hmm. Uh, I never saw that comic book, so that was my first introduction to the Samuel L. Jackson carrier uh, uh, style Nick Fury. Yeah, which I think is definitely a really good. And it's so funny that 
you know, because I would be, I would see that, right? And then I'd see the comic book, like, oh man, how how do they get it? That's crazy that Nick Fury looks just like that guy they made in the comic book. Like, that's insane. But yeah, it's so funny that it was the other way around. They yeah. modeled that after Nick Fury. It's oh, really after funny. Jackson. And it's funny if you're reading those. They like, what if he said no? Like, oh, that would be pretty bad. What would, would they do then? Who would play him? Uh, who can do a Nick Fury type character? Um, Denzel. <laughs> Denzel wouldn't have been bad. I'm trying to think who else would have been good. Will Smith. He would have threw his hat in there for sure. Who would white Nick Fury be? I said, who would you cast as white Nick Fury? Like OG Nick Fury. The guy that cast for um, Agent Coulson. Oh, that's a good one. I, I love Agent Coulson. Agent I love Coulson Agent Coulson. Is, it, 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 I, that was almost who I picked for my favorite Avenger was Agent Coulson. Yeah. With this sheer universe set up, it was time for Marvel to begin production on the Avengers. Casting had begun years earlier, with Robert Downey Jr. signing on to film in late 2008. John Favreau was brought on as executive producer, while Samuel L. Jackson was set to be part of the movie with his multi-film contract. Although Edward Norton was originally slated to return as Bruce Banner, his constant script changes and on-set hijinks during the filming of The Incredible Hulk led to him being replaced by Mark Ruffalo, who was in fact the original choice to play Banner in the original film. Although the film would eventually be pushed back a year from its previous announced release date, its new 2012 release year would allow Marvel to fully complete the five films that led into this production. And with Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans all being tied to the new contracts, the cast of this ensemble film was shaping up. Penn was in charge of the crossover process of the film, and was responsible for using different stories from the previous films with his new production. He wanted to ensure that his crossover used similar outlooks as the previous comic crossovers, showing the individual lives and character developments of each superhero as they begin to discover their places in a larger universe. Despite this, though, Penn originally wanted to reduce Thor's role in the film, as he didn't believe the character was interesting enough for the audiences. However, after seeing Hemsworth's performance in Thor, he changed his mind and became even more invested in using Tom Hiddleston's Loki as the main villain rather than Hugo Weaving's Red Skull or even Ruffalo's Hulk, the two original considerations for the movie's Big Bad. With Penn's script complete, newly hired director Joss Whedon started to rework the dialogue and certain story elements. He reportedly stated that the studio didn't have anything significant with the script and that he wanted to pretend Penn's script never happened. He felt that there was no connection to the characters, and as such wanted to rework the story entirely. Whedon went through many drafts of this script, including one that starred Zoe Deschanel as the Wasp, should Johansson not be available for the production. Whedon struggled to write each of these unique characters interacting with each other before finally gaining inspiration from such films as Dr. Strangelove, The Dirty Dozen, and His Girl Friday. These thoughts opened the door for what would become the final draft of the story. Whedon wanted sole writing credit, but Penn was given credit for the script as well. Penn later stated that he was happy with the final script, but there could have been more collaboration between him and Whedon. Wow, reading this gives me major FOMO that we didn't get to see Hulk as the villain. Yeah, I also like Red Skull as a villain as well. Um, I, I, I know more from Marvel Snap now, but I do like Red Skull <laughs> as a villain. He just goes uh, on the board and then all of the Avengers get plus two. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't imagine being in charge of this and having your director be like, oh, this script is terrible. I have to rewrite this whole entire thing. And then like dealing with that, like that seems like a setup for failure. Yeah. When you think about it. Like when you have all this debacle going on with people not agreeing with how the script should be and then rewriting a script that's already made and you would think that, oh no, this is going to be terrible. And luckily it worked out. Having Hulk be the villain could have saved his character in the MCU. 
Um, I don't think so. Well, because you're introducing him to the masses and you don't want to hope to be a villain to the masses. But he was in the comics like he was like he, he was always just horrible. And so in the Ultimates, he just kills like tens of thousands of people and he is put on trial. And uh, if that was like the first Avengers movie, I think that would have set the Hulk up uh, way better than what we see now. Now, it would have ruined other characters like we wouldn't have gotten that um, that Loki character arc that we so beautifully got to watch in Loki season uh, season two. But Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm glad they didn't for the sake of the rest of what happened with all the films. But man, would that have been cool to see like a World War Hulk type movie. I agree with you on that with the whole Loki thing, because the Loki show started with the events of the Avengers. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So if the whole MCU would be completely different right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have secret invasion if that would happen. But I digress. Um, Shame. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I, I think that the Hulk maybe. They they probably didn't even have to use him as a villain to introduce a more savage Hulk. I I don't know why they did that to Hulk because they didn't have they they, they didn't have to show the show the gore. No, no, not at all. But, but a little bit more destructive, like the like when we see Age of Ultron and and he gets like mind controlled. Yeah. That is the Hulk that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's really a shame what they did with him. I think that, I mean, looking through the golden age of the MCU, I guess I'll call it that because I don't know what to call right now. Uh, looking through the golden age of the MCU, they did very few things wrong. And this would probably, I guess what they did with the Hulk would be my biggest criticism. And it's it doesn't even bother me that much. So it's like they didn't, like, I still enjoy seeing him on the screen i enjoy uh, i enjoy what they did with him i wish they did other things but i don't think they did an absolutely horrible job i just think they should have portrayed him more comic book like instead of like pg hulk like um right but i i mean there's way more to complain about in the mcu these days so i feel lucky that i could only pick apart that aspect of however like a couple dozen movies another thing i found interesting is zoe Deschanel as the wasp that would have been that would have been different very but how do you have the wasp and not ant-man that's a good question um yeah it's probably no. why she's not in it <laughs> you know to, to like, not... so it's like we should add the wasp and then someone walks in and goes but how would you have that ant-man we should not have the wasp <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that in the first history about how uh, ant-man was one of the original avengers i'm so happy that they introduced him later in the uh, MCU because Ant-Man is such an important character in the comic books and he's a very serious character, but his powers are just so weird, right? So it's like, how do you do something like that? They did it perfect. They hired a comedian to play him and they introduced him later when he wasn't in, in, like, I don't know what his spot would have been in the original Avengers movie. Like, I don't know what his place, he's kind of OP, you know, he's kind of like, uh, he beat, he beat uh he, he arguably took down uh his, him and his tech took down the two of the biggest bads in the mcu so far so i'm glad they introduced him a little later but yeah it would have been weird seeing him early on i think they had the perfect avengers i think they had uh, the perfect people uh the heroes for that film 
Now, I was in the history. It's interesting how they were saying how initially they didn't like Hemsworth, uh, Thor, but they didn't like Thor in general. And um, we know we all don't like the second Thor movie. So thankfully, they gave him more chances to be good. Right? I agree. We all don't like the second Thor movie. Yes, Dark World. Okay, it could have. It yes. could have been better. <laughs> Yeah, they're entertaining. But not as bad as the last one, though. But Love and I Thunder. Think, yeah, Love and Thunder is amazing. But I, I think I they like really Love got it <laughs> when they took Thor away from the comic book Thor, because comic book Thor, MCU Thor, are not the same. No, no. no. Comic book MCU Thor, Thor is funny. Comic book Thor, not so funny. You know, MCU Thor learns from his mistakes, and comic book Thor, not he doesn't really learn from mistakes. Not at he's all. A god. He's, he's, Why would he learn? Right. And he is obviously more of a Viking in the comic mm-hmm. books. This one, he's more of a, a pretty boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a Casanova type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think they I think it was amazing that someone saw that potential in Hemsworth, even with, uh, you know, and then they changed the character to fit him. And of course, I think they made Thor one of the most popular heroes you know, if they went with Thor from the comic books, I don't think he'd be as popular as he is today. Probably not. They 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 needed that uh, comedic relief. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, Iron Man has it, but his is kind of like snarky and you know and uh like uh quick witted. But Thor's is like I don't know. Thor's is like everyday man funny. I feel yeah. like. right. Uh, like a child, like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Iron Man's also super dad, so the. They still what? To, yeah, that's what I think about. That's the thing about Thor too. He's so popular that he's he's just like he's signed on for. He keeps, said he'll do as many movies as they want him to, and they want him to keep doing movies. So he's just gonna have Thor movies keep coming out, which is great. I love. I, I think uh, Hemsworth is awesome as Thor. I'd love to see him on the uh, on the screen as much as possible. I just love that whole Taika Waititi universe, which I know is a very hot take. Yeah, yeah. No one which, has that idea. I know he's not being brought. I know he's not being brought back because. A lot it's of people do not agree with you. Yeah, I know. I, I just love that sense of humor. And I like the serious? less serious. Yeah. People do not agree with you? Oh, people hate Love and Thunder, Alex. We are, are, the min- we are in the minority. Are you serious? Oh, absolutely yes. serious. Yeah, people hate that I didn't that know movie. that. Oh, I thought the movie I, was amazing. I thought it was so fun. I, like, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Here's why people hate it. You introduce a such amazing villain and he is a dark villain yes i love him the movie didn't go with the villain the movie was too funny to be to him being the villain and so it didn't it didn't mesh and it fell off it's juxtaposition i guess it would be like imagine uh dark knight uh but Batman was like, <laughs> Batman was funny. That would be really it, weird. You mean Knight. it's like the Dark Knight, but Joker's like seventies Joker, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's pretty much. That's the best way you can explain. Or that. more like Batman is Adam West's Batman, and you're going up against uh, Heath Ledger, right? <laughs> I I definitely understand that. I uh, I thought the movie had a know. lot of redeeming qualities, though. I love the ending. I love that he's like his that girl's dad now, and the, they're mm-hmm. just love and thunder, bro. <laughs> but anyway, what we're trying to say is that the casting was so good in this, especially for him, that they're just 
they're not going anywhere and not only are that they're not going anywhere people characters that they've killed off they want to bring back like well, so they're trying to bring back in somehow for uh secret easy. wars or whatever it's, it is secret it's wars, easy yeah. when they have a multi-universe so. yeah they can really do whatever they want it's so funny how we're talking about the avengers movie but really we're not we just talk about everything but yeah but you but know we're talking about it, it, it's all connected it. yeah exactly exactly you know this is this is the this birthed this everything is where else. it started yeah continuity yes after Downey convinced Whedon to add Gwyneth Paltrow to the cast, the director decided to expand the cast to add more characters from each Avenger's original story. Stellan Skarsgård, Paul Bettany, and Kobe Smulders rounded out the ensemble cast in time to begin filming in April of 2011 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. While filming, stuntman Jeremy Fitzgerald injured his head after getting hit by an arrow, but continued to work on the set. The world's largest single-site mushroom farm in Pennsylvania provided abandoned limestone tunnels that were perfect for filming as well. The team then headed to Cleveland, Ohio, which stood in for New York City during the film's cinematic battle as well as Stuttgart, Germany during Loki's grand entrance. Army Reserve soldiers from Columbus, Ohio provided background action in these scenes, making the action more realistic while also portraying the very real heroes of the Army in a positive light. Nearby Sandusky, Ohio's NASA Plume Brook Station and space power facility that were used as stand-ins for S.H.I.E.L.D.'s research facility and explosions were shot at the Chevrolet plant in Parma, Ohio. Finally, the team headed to real New York City and filmed smaller scenes and aerial shots in Manhattan to capture the ambience of the city. While filming completed, the film was converted to 3D. And although the movie originally received an R rating due to Phil Coulson's death scene, the film was edited to make the final version rated PG-13. Whedon was especially excited by a post-credit scene that included the MCU's first appearance of Thanos, who was chosen simply because he was an interesting villain. In fact, Marvel's future plans hadn't even included Thanos before the Avengers into production. Another post-credit scene was a comedic scene in which the six Avengers enjoyed a shawarma meal following the battle. Evans wore a prosthetic chin to cover up his beard. Shawarma sales skyrocketed around the United States following the release of the film. Over 2,200 visual effects were included from 14 companies, which included Industrial Light and Magic and Whiskey Tree. These effects included a new motion capture suit with specialized cameras to create the Hulk based on Ruffalo's movements and design, while scenes on the Shield Hellcarrier were filmed on a green screen, with the vehicle being created entirely out of VFX. The film released on May 4, 2012 and was a massive success, making over $1.5 worldwide. It has since led to three direct sequels, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame, and led directly into many more stories featuring its six main characters. The story told in the Avengers is one of the building blocks of the MCU, and clearly, its strong storytelling, thrilling action, and momentum crossover have helped to make it one of the most memorable superhero films ever over a decade later. Fun trivia fact, do you know what movie Chris Evans was filming that he had a girl full beard for? I don't think it was a very popular movie, but it was a very good movie. Um. I can't think of the name, but I know it's like like a big beard, uh, full, full, a full beard, like a post-apocalyptic kind of and like Red Dawn. No, it was like all winter the whole movie. Yes, yes. So I you know what movie it is? Yeah, yeah. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. No yeah. winter snow. Yeah, yeah, no. no. So I, I knew exactly where you're going with that. It's, it's like, like um, it, I think there was snow there, and then. Yeah, there's something about piercing. I forget. <laughs> Not gonna give the whole breakdown of the movie, but a really good movie. I would check it out. I think uh, all of humanity lives on a train, and the poor people live in the yeah. back, rich people live in the front. And uh, really, yeah, it's a really good movie. 
That actually sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, this, I actually made a TV series too. Just it was just it's out right now. But yeah, very very good movie, and Chris Evans was awesome in it. One of my favorite memories of the Avengers happened years before the Avengers. So I had uh, I was really I am really close friends with this guy who um, owns an action figure store. He's one of our uh, family friends. And uh, he would get all these catalogs and stuff of uh, movies that were coming out. So I wouldn't know what movies were coming out before they before they were starting to get marketed because he would have to know the inside scoop on what to order. Very so cool. when Iron Man was coming out, he told me um, he he said to me, he goes, yeah, they have plans on making an Avengers movie and all the movies are going to be connected. Wow. And I, was like, I, was, I was thinking like that's that doesn't even sound possible. I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. And sure enough, you know, a few years later, uh, the Avengers comes out. But that was really cool. And that Chris, was like before like social media and stuff. Only you knew to buy Disney stock. I know. I know. I wish you could have tipped me on that. Right. Um, but that, that was, uh, that he was telling me that the after there's gonna be after credit scenes of, you know, them assembling the Avengers and stuff. And you're um, like, please give me all your Avengers comics. The, you know what the crazy thing is, is I was really into, uh, Spider-Man growing up, Spider-Man and Batman. I was not into comics. I did not know who Iron Man was until the movie came out. Uh, I was pretty, I was like in middle school when it came out. I just, there was no reason for me to know who Iron Man was. Right. So I was real big into Spider-Man. Um, and the and the X-Men. I like the X-Men growing up, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, so I didn't really know a lot about the event and the Incredible Hulk. I think he was because uh, the Hulk movie came out that came out in 2001. I believe it was 2001, 2004. Might have been 2003. Somewhere around there. Uh, used to I, that was one of the ones where uh, you said, I want to see a Wolverine cut. I would only watch the scenes of the Hulk, like smashing tanks in the desert. So um, I didn't really know a lot about these people. When the Avengers movie came out, I had to Google who was the purple guy at the end of the uh, credits. I had no idea who Thanos was. Oh, so did everybody else. Lewis, did you know who Thanos was? Of course. <laughs> of course I knew who Thanos was. So you saw that and you actually got excited. I did. I, <laughs> and here's the thing. After reading all these comic books uh, and seeing the different series and, and right. seeing pieces of everything coming together, I can see I, I could tell what the ending was going to be or I, I not I could I couldn't tell, but I wasn't surprised with the ending because they are straight from the comic book. Right, right. So seeing how how everything was coming together, I'm like, OK, so three different ways this can end. And one of those three ways, it was always the, 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 the option. So I'm like, mm -hmm. OK, and it kind of ruins it for you. It, it was more of a shock for those that are never into that, that weren't into comic books. Yeah, but, sure. Like me. Yeah. Right. For us that we've read the comic books and all that, we're like, oh, it's nice that they chose that ending. Yeah, so, that's interesting you say that because I, I was the total opposite. I started reading comics after the movies came out. So I really liked going to the comics and seeing what they changed in the movies. Um some for the better, some for the worse, like Civil War. I thought they had, it was a better movie than it was comic book. I did not like uh, I did not like the comic book. And then it's interesting to see you have such a huge roster in the comic books. So it's interesting to see it's what insane. heroes they have doing the certain tasks and roles in the MCU, because they're, it's like a, a drop in the bucket. It's insane. Even these heroes you never even heard. Like they have a. Uh, the defenders uh, on Netflix was the perfect example of this. Like they mm -hmm. have a whole just street level heroes and it's, there's a bunch of them. And they that's why civil war for... was such a letdown for me. Really? 
Yeah, because oh, I was because like, there wasn't oh. that many. Because yeah. leading up to it, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing. They're gonna introduce like fifty heroes, and they're gonna have a twenty-five on twenty-five fight, and that's not even a quarter of what happened in Civil War. This is gonna be insane. And then they're like, oh, it's just four on four street fight rules. <laughs> Pretty much, and and the the size of the fight in the comic books is compared to Endgame. The yeah. Last scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe yeah. not to that scale, but that that intense, like intensity mm-hmm. of of fighting, and and at the same time, it would have been probably a three hour movie if they would have had more characters. I really liked Civil War the movie. Um, I read oh, the comic. Movie. I read the comic after, and I did not like the comic. That was one of the comics I actually just didn't like. Um, it was just. I think I think there might have been too many people. <laughs> I think there might have been, <laughs> might have been too many. And then that guy, which is why they didn't no. do it. And then that guy that died, uh, the giant guy, um, not not Colossus or Cyclops, but it's one of those uh, Atomic Man. No, it's a huge, huge dude. He killed him. Giant uh, man does get huge. And no, he's always big. I don't think he can shrink. I don't think he can shrink. Uh, anyway, they killed him. Like, yeah, he dies. I'm like, this is not, not that big of a deal. Like, I can't even remember his name. It's like he'd stay dead. Like Goliath. you guys shouldn't be Goliath. Yeah, you guys don't need to be fighting over this guy. Like it was an accident. <laughs> um, but then War Machine in the movie getting shot out of the sky hits different. Or was it War Machine? Or was it him? Right. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so we see the the original uh, six Avengers in the Avengers movie, and now we've uh, we we have just recently seen a few more than a few years ago. Jeez, uh, Endgame. It's kind of cool how they slowly expanded the uh, the roster of the Avengers, split them up a little bit, but they always had uh, a very easy uh, flow to follow during these movies with even the expanding roster. Because in the original Avengers movie, it's a little bit easier to follow just these uh, handful of heroes. When we get to you know Infinity War and Endgame, they still do a really nice job of breaking them down into teams and then having them all in the same spot um as teams instead of just individuals so you can follow along but that's what um the big question mark for me was after watching a movie which i think is is perfect the avengers i was scared moving forward like how are they going to manage all these all these heroes is is the avengers in your top uh top mcu movies like the original avengers top what top 50 (laughs) let's say top five i think all four avenger movies are in my top 10 even Age of Ultron, including Age of Ultron, that one I would assume would be at the back end. It it is still up there because recently we've had we have some bad ones, but yeah, it, it, it the reason is still one of my top favorite movies is because it has to do we we got Vision out of that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we actually see um see how Wanda becomes Wanda and and how she becomes good and and all that so it's to me it's a it to me it's a good movie it's not as bad as as people will talk about it but I digress. it does have great moments it does have great moments yeah uh cat wiggling the hammer uh when they're trying to pick it up it has yeah. some great moments you can see thor's face like yeah yeah uh, <laughs> crap. so yeah what what's your favorite avengers movie uh, you know what? No, I, I can't say favorite because I think my favorite one would be the original one. I think that's the one I've watched the most. What do you think is the best Avengers movie, Alex? Um, so you have Avengers. Yep. Ultron. Yep. Endgame. What's the fourth Infinity one? Infinity War and Endgame. 
Infinity War. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's Infinity War actually. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the best one out of the four. But I do like Avengers. I think it would be in my I think it I think it would be my top ten. I like to think it would be my top mm-hmm. ten. I'd have to actually go through the list, but I'd like to think that it would be in my top ten. Lewis, what about you? What's your what's your uh what's the best one? To me, it's in between uh Infinity War and Endgame, but mm-hmm. Endgame because of the last fight scene mm-hmm. and bringing everybody back and how that that whole war between sides is, I think that that is why it's my favorite. Um, but again, Avengers because if it if Avengers would have flopped, yeah, we we, we wouldn't have any of this. It's true. That would uh, that would have ended. They're in too true. deep now. So even if they have crappy movies right now, they can't they they can't quit. Disney would have been owned by Apple by now. Oh yeah. Yeah, really. Um First Avengers is my uh favorite. It's my most I think it's the most rewatchable uh Avengers movie, but I think the best Avengers movie I agree with you Alex is Infinity War. Um it was definitely one of the best theater experiences I've ever been a part of at the end when everyone's just getting dusted and you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, just the shock factor of that whole movie, the Avengers lose. And I love that. It's like the first big movie. Yeah. It's the first movie. I love where, that. Where the, I the love that ending. Uh, lose, but uh Endgame and, and infinity war could be one, a one B. I think both are the right answer. If anybody said age of Ultron is their favorite, I would have to kick them. Off. I would just mute them for the rest of the episode. But, uh, but it, it's you know, I don't know it's what you're talking one. about. I actually like Ultron. I, I don't, don't know. What you guys I, I hate about. I hate James Spader as Ultron. I think he's a horror. I, I think love. That's one of my favorite parts of it. Aspects. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do not. I do not like. I want to. But I do not like him as Ultron. I would have much rather like a robot voice. He's just so menacing, but at the same time, like hockey. I just see Robert California. I understand. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I get why. Which is funny because it's just almost the same it's character. Like the same character just knows everything and it's condescending. Right. And, but I didn't even I, know that was who played Ultron, honestly. I looked it up right now. I never knew that was Ultron. But yeah. the, the thing about Age of Ultron, or not Age of Ultron, about Ultron is that he had to be almost like Tony Stark, but in a villain version. I never looked at it that way. Yeah, I never looked at it that, that way. That's because the the... The AI is supposed to be mimicking right. Tony Stark. Uh, now I'm going to rewatch Lewis. You now now you put me in down You're to see rewatch it. Different. Yeah, I'm going to. I, it, it's it's interesting you say that. I might have to rewatch it. With, I I I and I know I'm in the minority for thinking that I hate I hate him as Ultron. I know a lot of people loved him, but I just I, I don't know. Didn't find him. Um, didn't find him like villainy enough. But maybe that was the point. Maybe that was. Uh, the point like of he's, having he's him. an amazing actor like i i watch what's the name of that show that he's in blacklist blacklist yeah we saw every single season and even though the the, the f special effects are terrible <laughs> but i think the cw has better special effects than that show Oof. yeah but it just him as ultron to me because i think that there is no better person to portray someone like Tony Stark other than him. Yeah. Now looking at it like that, I think uh, I'll watch it differently for sure. That's an interesting take on him. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. 
To avoid leaks and spoilers, the film's original code name was Rupug. Very cute. Marvel Studios was usually known as Marvel Films. Although Clark Gregg's Agent Coulson dies in this film, he would be resurrected a year and a half later for ABC TV show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We hear Dittis think that The Avengers is a groundbreaking movie that changed the future of superhero cinema. It opened the door not just for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but for all shared universes in the decade to come. And although many other studios would try to replicate this success, there is no denying the energy and excitement of Marvel's first major film crossover. Sandpiper Vacations is an amazing booking agency. They can book your dream Disney vacation in Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruises, and Disney Resorts. They also do non-Disney trips like trips to Universal, Sandals, all-exclusive resorts, Royal Caribbean, Virgin Voyages, Carnival, and even more. The most amazing part is, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just head over to sandpipervacations.com and click and get a quote. That's right, at Sandpiper Vacations, we are here not just to book your vacation, but to give you some expert tips and advice to make your trip extra special, to create those magical memories for you, your family, your friends, or whoever you want to take on that vacation. Take a look at at Sandpiper Vacations on Instagram and TikTok and visit our Facebook page, Sandpiper Vacations. That's Sandpiper Vacations, a concierge-style travel agency with endless capabilities. yourself missing Disney? Do you hum Disney songs even though no Disney music is playing? Do you wish you had more Disney friends you could talk to? Then you may be suffering from low D, also known as lack of Disney. Over 5 billion people are self-diagnosed every year with low D, but now there's help with the Diz His Patreon, better known as the Goof Troop. As seen in better homes and gardens, you can find Diz His Patreon through the link tree located in the episode description. Some people who have joined the Diz His Patreon have seen increased levels of Disney knowledge, increased their numbers of Disney friends, felt more laughter, played more Disney game nights, even found true love. Results may vary. This is Patreon, not intended to treat cure or prevent any disease. Results may vary based on Patreon material level. If you're allergic to Disney or any of these components, stop using mainly and contact Universal Studios. Diz His, a Disney history podcast. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. with our guest first lewis what did you do this week in disney well i went to uh animal kingdom with uh scott and uh sarah oh the two hosts from no new friends which is a podcast chris is on it is it is i wasn't invited but uh, but that's okay um why animal kingdom who picked that i believe it was it was scott because we always go to hollywood studios Right. Yeah, it's your go-to park. Yeah, it, it's funny because uh, we have a group chat called Tequila and Brew, and uh-huh. every time that we're gonna make plans, that's we we make the plans in that group <laughs> chat, and um, we're like, oh, we're 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 going to Animal Kingdom next week. I was like, fantastic. So it's gonna be fun. Okay, so I don't know if we need to bring Sarah on for this. What is is there a um 
a special bar that you guys go to or stand that you guys go to uh for your drinks of choice at animal kingdom or in general yeah animal animal kingdom oh we don't go a lot to animal kingdom do you oh the dinosaur one restaurant source x yeah restaurant yeah, restaurant mm-hmm that's the that's the best spot there yes, on, because uh, it, at Animal Kingdom. It's literally we we do a loop and then we go into Everest and then we end up at Dinosaur and as soon as we get out of Dinosaur, that bar is and the it's, uh, there's an entrance to the bar on the back of uh, Restaurant Saurus. Yeah, I don't think you'd want to drink before going on no, Dinosaur. Definitely not. We do. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Oh, we, we we drink before we go to Star Tours. Oh no mm-hmm. no no mm-hmm. no no no. Not for me. I feel like dinosaur is like a different beast, though. That's like shaking you up. That's like shaking the old yeah. sides up and just. I, I go on that like without. I I don't. I can't eat. Like I have to go on that attraction before I even eat for the day, let alone drink. I can't even drink water before that ride. Dude, you can eat at any point. It's true. I just didn't want to say you that. You like long. to eat all day. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That what um I do want to prepare you. Well, you you guys already went, but um, did you notice how it was hotter there than the other parks? Yeah. Tell me why. It's the uh, tropical plants they have on property. Keeps the heat in. Oh, is that why? Yes. Scientifically proven. Yeah. There's also um, a, they have a mechanism underneath the the park that keeps the park 10 degrees hotter for the. I I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Or the animals. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I would not doubt that. Not a lot of air conditioned places in there either. A lot of just huts and stuff. I learned that when I worked at Animal Kingdom. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were joking. No, with it's me. a. It's a. It, before they build the park, they put a thermal, um, plane underneath it hmm. to keep it warmer for the animals. Pretty interesting. So that's why it's always hotter. See, wait, you're you're not joking with me. I am not joking. It was part of my uh, when I first started there. I have been ridiculed on this podcast because I always say Animal Kingdom is the hottest park. It's always it 10 degrees hotter there. It's 10 degrees hotter. Oh, my God. Have you worked there? Yeah. Alex, I'm, you hear I'm this? this? You, hear you this? worked there, Louis? Yeah. That's awesome. I So I worked at Disney for six years. And one summer, which fantastic, working Animal Kingdom in the summer. Um, <laughs> and in the summer, the South American uh, groups, they traveled to disney yeah and they had a special team that it all started with they only spoke um portuguese Mm -hmm. for the brazilians yeah but then they started bringing in spanish speaking uh for that group and i was part of the first group that did that nice and for those two months i worked at animal kingdom making sure that everyone I, i followed the groups to the to the rides making sure that um i would translate for them and things like that oh that's, that's interesting cool. i'm glad we uh i'm glad we just huh. got that out of you on a disney podcast yeah then he worked at disney for- <laughs> <laughs> it just we could have said what did stance. you do this what did you do in your lifetime in disney we should have asked that you can ask that if you want <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy though so i've been called crazy for all these years for saying and you get called crazy for other things fact I know, but this is just one less thing now. Louis, so thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> thank you. Chris, Chris can make a shirt that Animal Kingdom is the hotter park. And it's like, it's, it's vindicated. Like, uh, told truth by Lewis from Nerd Archive. <laughs> <laughs>
This fact is sponsored by the Nerd Archive podcast. Um, <laughs> you do anything else this week in Disney, Lewis? No, I did not. <laughs> no, you didn't meet like uh, Anakin Skywalker or anything? Well, that's not. Well, yes. So <laughs> ask me again. You do anything else this week in Disney, Lewis? Well, it's funny you mentioned um, uh, Sarah and I went to Megacon. Oh, and, nice. oh, wow. A lot of stars there. Yeah. Um, a lot of stars there. And stars. Talking about stars. Uh, I met uh, Hayden Christensen. We took a picture wow. with Anakin Skywalker. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That is amazing. I do look oh in the picture God. like I'm Photoshopped, but that's not. That's not. <laughs> I'm sure uh, your wife was probably a little more excited than you were to meet him. So it, okay. So quick story, and it's going to be quicker than Chris. Um, so when we're in line the whole time, I've been telling Sarah, I'm not going to take a picture. This is just for you. I'm not going to take the picture. This is just for you. <laughs> when we get to the front of the line, they look at me and they say, are you going to be in the picture? And I said, no, this, and they, they said, okay, then you have to exit. And I'm like, what? Like, I can't be in the same room as Hayden Christensen while they take the picture. Because that that is why I told her it's uh, fine you take the picture. Oh no, yeah, I yeah. just want to see him. Right, sure, sure. You sound like yeah. And, and when they said that, so up. It, it, I'm like, no, I'm taking the picture. <laughs> Sarah's like, but but it's my picture. <laughs> that is so funny. Was he a nice guy? Oh, he's super nice and very yeah. So the when I, we walk in, he says hi to Sarah. But it was more like a, almost like a vow, like, hi, how you doing? Bec and I think it's because he noticed that we are a couple and he reached out for my hand and shook my hand and said, hi, nice to meet you. And I'm like, just want to lick your hand. What? <laughs> I didn't say that, obviously. Oh, okay, good. No, no. <laughs> Although I haven't washed my right hand sends every time i take a shower i just uh, i put it in a plastic bag <laughs> like like you have a cast on yeah yes <laughs> so next next year uh i'm gonna pay for the autograph and i have anakin's lightsaber on my arm i'm gonna have him uh, autograph it and then go and get it tattooed that'd be sweet that's awesome did you show him your your tattoo i didn't have time it was like Dude, mm. I've done yeah, a mean like greet. That. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. fast. You don't even think about it. Like I met Kevin Smith once and it was so awesome, but it's so fast. You're like, at the end, you're like, oh, I should have said this. I almost slipped one of the, uh, um, one of my business cards for the podcast in his pocket. <laughs> I said, check your pocket. I want to have you as my guest. Slide of hand. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. What a cool experience. Yeah, it was awesome. That the whole, the, the whole show, uh, the whole convention was fantastic. I love that convention. That awesome. I remember going to that thing like, I was like 10 years ago with my wife before we were married and maybe even 12. Oh God. But, uh, it was so fun. And if you want to hear more about uh Megacon, you can tune into nerd archive, uh, podcast, which, uh, I will be on, uh, it's probably airing already when this, when you're hearing this. So check out nerd archive, uh, on all wherever you get your podcasts and you can hear more about the, uh, Megacon experience. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Alex, did you do anything this week in Disney? Because I, I did not. That was uh, pretty good this week in Disney by Lewis. So if we don't have anything, pretty sure he he carried this. Um, I did not do too much this week in Disney. Uh, we have been watching some shows on Disney Plus, some um child sitcoms, you can say. You know. Okay. Any any good ones? Um, you know, there's a show Kiff 
that's on Disney Plus that my daughter and son love. Yes. It's an animated sitcom, uh, animated show on um, Disney Plus. It is hilarious and amazing. Um, oh, yes. it's it looks so funny. good. If if you have kids, it might be a little old for my kids because my daughter's six, and I think it's TVY seven. But um, it is so good. It's actually my wife and I watch it, and we find ourselves hmm. laughing. It is. It is South African musical comedy. What? You're right, Kiff, K-I-F-F? Yeah, TV series on Disney. Kiff is an American South African animated musical comedy. It's definitely not a musical comedy. <laughs> I think if it's under Wait Disney, the everything is musical. Yeah, I think it's just understood it's a musical. So that's a good show. If you have some kids, I recommend that. Um, other than that, not too much in Disney, but I lie because we were at Magic Kingdom this last wow. weekend. That's a lot, actually. I <laughs> it totally, mean, that's, it totally uh, slipped my mind until like just now. <laughs> any any memorable moments there, Alex? I guess not. <laughs> Did you meet anyone special? Uh, we were at Friday. We went there Friday. Uh, took a day off work and took my daughter out of school, and we went on Friday. And it was really fun. We went. It was still very busy. Uh, my wife met Merida, which is new. It's a new meet and greet. She oh, replaced cool. Brave. Which is she's on the right side of the castle at Magic Kingdom. Wait, what? She replaced her own mean greet. She replaced Brave, the mean greet for Brave. Oh, I'm sorry. We met. Same person. What, what are Aren't you a redhead? <laughs> what are you talking about? Merida replaced Brave. <laughs> I was like, did they had the whole cast there? You can meet. And now they're just like, oh, we're budget cuts. Just Merida now. Okay, we met Maribel. Who replaced Merida oh. on the right side of the castle? Uh, that's a tongue twister. Uh. Surprised you got that right the first time. Very similar names. Uh, I took my son on the Goofy roller coaster at the same time because the line for Maribel, no lie, was forty-five minutes. Hispanic power. Wow. It was insane. Uh, was that the video you sent yes. me? The ride that you and yes. uh, your son went on. So, so yeah. So we're like, okay, Emma's not going to go on Goofy roller coaster because she's afraid of roller coasters right now. So I took my son to go on Goofy because he has been Perfect. on before, but he wanted Barnstormer, right? Uh, and you saw the video. His face does not show that he was having fun. Yeah, you loved it. Did you not oh. watch the video? He looks he looks. I skimmed terrified. through it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I guess I just watched the the uh, the uh, happy, happy. He was face. like excited until it started going down, and then he became ultimately terrified. Oh, I probably stopped watching when he started um, going down. And uh, so so it was it – was, uh, he said he'll never go on an end, but then also he said he would. So I don't know. We'll find out later. He's a wild card. Yeah. Um, we went to Monsters Inc. Uh, oh, that video I saw. It looked like it was filmed <laughs> on a potato, but I did see it. So um, if you're new to Dizhis, whenever I go to Monsters Inc., I get picked to be on be Sully when they do this tor- storytelling of the movie because I have a big beard. But for the last year, my beard has been a little shorter than you know big. I wouldn't call my beard that big anymore. Uh, someone had a bigger beard than me, so he was Sully. But before the show started, they did ask for they did go to me and say this guy's gonna get up and dance, which I did. I danced my heart out. Yeah. And my wife my wife You're recorded dancer. some of it. And uh it was fun. It I was, wanna see this video. It was a good one. I'll have to send it to you. It's not very good though. Yeah, you, my wife yeah, really gets it at the end. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> You have to watch it on your Motorola razor to get the razor to get the full resolution. I just like I just for some reason I started doing razor roof and I just couldn't stop that. So I'm doing razor roof <laughs> as twisting my body back and forth and bending my legs. So I'm kind of doing like, like one a, of those inflatables outside I, of a I car mean, dealership. 
Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I was doing it and I was like, how long do they have to do this for? I just kept doing it. Like, I think I was doing it for like maybe three minutes and my wife got maybe two seconds of it. Uh, and then I sat back down when they said, uh, you know, give that guy right there a round of applause or whatever. Um, I, I think what they were saying is, okay, stop. <laughs> I would have gone on forever if they never told me to sit down. I would, I would have gone on forever. I don't care. Um, and uh, we did, we took our kids on to describe it. Can you? Do like Pictionary? The boat, small boat, world? boat ride. No, no. Jungle Cruise. Do that. No. We took our kids on Jungle Cruise. Oh, how'd they time. like it? Were they scared? No, they weren't scared. We told them it's not scary, but uh, they nice, liked it. They liked nice. it a lot, actually. They liked it a lot. Um, the the guy we had was pretty funny. She kept telling a joke about how elephants have the best memory. She told a joke probably five, <laughs> six times during the whole entire tour to imply that she has a terrible memory really like funny. elephant uh it was really funny that's funny the boat was even stuck at one point because i guess there was issues yeah. coming off so like it was kind of backed up and she was talking to some guy who was like she was just talking to the you know doing crowd work yeah yeah as she could and uh there's a little baby elephant at the very end she's like hey did i tell you the elephants have the best memory and the whole boat was cracking up because it was just so funny that how uh, you know it's funny it's like you know the first time it's funny the second time it's like funny, and then third it's like okay, all right, we get it. Fourth time, okay, we get it. But then by like the ninth, yeah. tenth time, it's, it's hilarious. Did you get wet? <laughs> no, no, we didn't get we did get a little splashes from the waterfall. Uh, um, but no, we did me. not get wet. Let's that one out. Rode the magic carpet ride with my son. He loved that ride. Oh, nice, nice. Um, was he an up guy or a down guy? He was an up down guy. Oh, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Just like his dad dancing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, that was about it. We we were there. Oh, we met Mickey, of course, when we first got in the park. It was gonna be Mickey Mouse. Um, so it was very busy. Like that was pretty much the whole entire day. Was that what I just oh, it sounds to you. sounds awesome. That's it? Yeah, we left early. I, I was waiting for you to say, like, oh yeah, I forgot I went on a Disney cruise too. That <laughs> slipped my mind. We were out by five. That's how we roll there. I have a I have a trivia for you guys. Oh, let's hear it. Or like a trivia question. Um, how many Mickeys are there in at Disney? There's only one because he's real. Chris. I'm gonna say like seven. <laughs> okay, how many Mickeys are there? Okay, so there's I'm gonna say okay, seven. Okay, so there's a Magic Kingdom Mickey Mouse. There's, well, there's a lot. Like it's like there's like Polynesian Mickey Mouse, probably, right? No. There's okay, so there's Mickey Mouse at Magic Kingdom to meet and greet there. There's Mickey Mouse that are you talking about also like including the ones that work in the plays and the shows and all that stuff mickey mouse in general just how many are there active in the park at once yes one two three four like i feel five, alex i feel like you got five, it right six i feel like you got it right i'm gonna say 11 i'm gonna say 27 alex you were right <laughs> and uh, at the at first what did i say at first there's one. only one <laughs> one mickey <laughs> We we are taught that if a child asks you how come Mickey is over here okay. at this side of the park, uh -huh. and then now he's over here yeah. at this other side of the park, and I always said, well, he asked me the same thing about you. How come you were over here and then now you're over here? <laughs> I, I love that, actually. Nice. Nice. But you said that in Spanish, right? Of course. <laughs> care to demonstrate no <laughs> that's awesome oh, and talking about spanish it's mirabel yeah i know that's oh, why you got it mixed up no way yeah. am i gonna say that correctly yeah. so what do you say when someone goes man i love maribel you're like oh god 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> it's a new movie coming it, out. It, even in even in the movie, you you hear the 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 grandma saying Mirabel. Yeah. yeah, it's never said Mirabel. All of a sudden, she's redhead too. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I did this week in Disney is buy more Disney themed uh, clothes for my unborn child. Did you? Um, yeah, dude, I can't stop. All, all female clothes. Is that what you're wearing right now? No, this was a gift. This was a gift. I, I, uh, I don't fit into her clothes, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, after I lose a couple pounds, I will. Though that'll be nice when we can share clothes. Length, yes. <laughs> Length, yeah. <laughs> um, the most recent thing, uh, I think my mom got. I don't know, I'm losing track, man. We're getting so much. I just found a bag of clothes in my car. I have no idea how I got there. But there's Winnie the Pooh, like awesome Winnie the Pooh jacket thing. I, I guess I, I, don't, I have no idea anymore. I'm losing track. Um, but we're working on the nursery uh, this weekend, so be able to kind of skim oh. through the clothes. I guess any pictures Are you of trying our nursery. to sneak in some Pokemon stuff oh, in absolutely. the nursery? Uh, absolutely. My guy. It's not going to be snuck in. It's going to be front and center. Get a little Pikachu Squishmallow. Mm-hmm. Probably go Jigglypuff. Probably go Jigglypuff. Are you going to have the inaugural, um, which stuffy is she going to pick out for her starter Pokemon? My. Ooh, oh, bro. That's a good one. That's. Great. I'll do that with her when I because because when uh, when Emily goes back to work, it'll just be me and me and her. So I'll take her to I'll take her to like uh, FYE or like boxed lunch and have her choose her starter Pokemon. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. That's fantastic. Yeah, That's like not that. my idea. You so know, Alex, you I, oh. now, Alex, you're you're invited again <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Next week on Dizhis, we're going to have Ryan on to go over the history of the Disney classic Fantasia. When Fantasia was released, theaters had to upgrade their equipment in order to show what Disney called Fantasia sound. So don't forget, guys, if you want to watch us record live, you can join our Patreon. And for as little as $2 a month, you can do exactly that. Also, next week on the 13th, we will be streaming live at 730 on YouTube. So head over to our YouTube page, subscribe. It's Diz's Pod. Very easy to find. Diz His Pod, though. There's a Diz His 65 floating around out there. That is not us. Mm-hmm. We are Diz His Pod because we are a podcast. Let's check our social media for updates on that if you forget. And our giveaway this month is going to take place on the 20th. So join our Patreon, $5 tier and up to be included in that. Before we end this, I just want to thank Lewis for joining us this week. A really great time. This is probably our longest uh, episode on record, I would say. Right, Alex? Uh, No. This is. This is Okay, this is well, this is definitely up there. Uh, it is up there. Yeah, but thank, this is this has been so much fun. Now it has been. Thank you for coming on. We had you on because it was a Marvel topic. Because you're part of a podcast that does a lot of talking about Marvel as well as all other things nerdy. So can you tell us a little bit about that and where we can find you? Yes. So um, you can find us on the nerdarchive.com. That's where you can find all of our uh, social media. All of our episodes, you don't even have to go to any of the podcasting platforms. Everything is on there. You can listen to them on there. Um, although if you want to watch, you can go on uh, Spotify because we are a video podcast and we talk about everything nerdy. So video games, uh, Marvel, DC, sometimes uh, Star Wars, especially uh, Harry Potter, comic books, everything pop culture. We talk about it. If you got uh, beat up when you were in high school over it, we talk about it and we have a safe place for you. So, yeah, you can find us again on the nerdarchive.com. 
and yeah just come and hang out yeah highly recommend watching the show listening to the show is great but watching is just always much more fun and they uh, have that option on spotify and they uh, stream live on youtube too so that's always fun watching and chiming in if you watch their show live on youtube you chime in they usually uh, either pin your comment if it's a good one they respond to you so really fun they interact with their uh, viewers on a weekly basis so please 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 go check um lewis out on the nerd archive great great show That's the His on the Avengers. I'm Chris. I'm Alex. And I'm Lewis. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.